70th anniversary with big savings. Right now, buy two windows, get two free. If your windows are drafty, difficult to operate, or costing you money on your energy bill, now is the best time to replace them with buy two windows, get two free. For over 70 years, Champion has been building our own windows right here in the USA. We make the process easy. We help you choose the best design options. We then build our exclusive Comfort 365 windows in our very own factory. Our install team manages your project every step of the way, and it's all backed by our lifetime guarantee. Are you looking to add more livable space or enclose an existing patio or porch? Then turn your house into your dream home with a new Champion sunroom or enclosure. Right now, get up to $10,000 off. Don't wait. This sale won't last long. Buy two windows, get two free, and up to $10,000 off sunrooms. Plus, low-interest financing is available. Visit ChampionSaveNow.com to schedule a free in-home estimate today. All discounts apply to our regular prices. Select styles apply. Minimum purchase required. Subject to qualifying credit approval. Cannot be combined with other advertised offers. Store or website. Settle down, class. Colin, you're up. My fellow students, for today's show and tell, I present to you my phone. It's made with glass and an array of precious metals I can't pronounce. <coughs> it's powered by Xfinity Mobile, so it's fast. Anyway, with Xfinity Mobile, we save hundreds of dollars a year. It's like being in a secret club that's open to everyone, like mathletes or robotics. Love for savings. Now, if you all take a handout. Colin, what are these? I'm quizzing the class on the material. Xfinity Mobile is the fastest mobile service with 5G cellular and millions of Wi-Fi hotspots. Switch and save hundreds a year with the best price for two lines of Unlimited. Just $30 a line a month. Visit Xfinity.com slash fastest mobile to learn more. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Unlimited intro service and Xfinity Internet required. Numbers lowest price 5G plans of top three carriers. Taxes and fees extra reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage. Data thresholds may vary. Hey guys, Mark Schlereth here for Big O Tires. They're your one-stop shop. There's no need to go anywhere else. Tires, oil changes, alignments, wipers, fluid flushes, and a whole lot more. Come in right now. Get 10 bucks off any oil change when you mention this ad. Come in and get 100 bucks off select sets of four in-stock National or Nexon tires through October 1st. Plus, you can get $180 off select sets of four in-stock Michelin tires after mail-in rebates through September 17th. Big O Tires, 37 locally owned and operated locations. Check them out at Big O Tires. Tires.com. That's BigOtires.com. It's the Super Labor Day sale at Denver Mattress. This Friday through Monday, save up to 900 bucks off adjustable purple mattress sets. Plus, six years, no interest, and free shipping. Hurry, sale at Denver Mattress ends Monday. Hey, fellas, Big O here. Without the right coaches mentoring me along the way, I wouldn't have made it to the NFL and lived out my dreams. You can have the same impact on the youth here in Denver. Get involved today at DenverSports.com slash mentor. Be a mentor. Be a fan. Presented by Mountain High Appliance. KKFN and KKFN HD1 Longmont Denver. Head to denversports.com slash mentor to learn how you can become a mentor today. Be a mentor. Be a fan. Presented by Mountain High Appliance. Denver Sports Tonight. Taking a look at the biggest stories in Denver sports. From your online home for the best opinions and information on the Broncos, Nuggets, Avalanche, Rockies, and more. DenverSports.com Good evening, Colorado and the Rocky Mountain Mile High region. What is up? It is Denver Sports Tonight. I am your host, Cecil Lammy, and I was out at the Broncos practice today, and I can't tell you anything because there's no fans in attendance, and we're back to super secret double code when we talk about Broncos practice. And listen, 
There is no doubt about it. Today sucks, man. Today, absolutely. Across the National Football League, it just sucks. It stinks. I don't like it. Um, I understand. Uh, even D was kind of teeing me up there. It's like, man, you need a little victory lap on Montreal. No. Um, no. I mean, we all know the truth anyway. Uh, you're never going to be better than Isaiah Pacheco. Like, so there's no victory laps involved. Um, you know, people are losing their jobs, and guys had to practice today. Not even the players that are, like, you know, already been cut. <laughs> but the players that were out at practice today. And then it's like, hey, could you come to the office and bring everything in your desk, please? What was what was that? It's like... I just had a, I, I just practiced, and now you're telling me I don't have to, except maybe they'll be back tomorrow. Like, it's all procedural. It's all bogus. It's all bunk. Like, the fact that we saw significant snaps from Fabian Moreau today in practice, and then now Fabian Moreau, veteran corner, has been released, but... Mike Kliss, hashtag nine sports. Our nine news Broncos insider says, well, he could resign tomorrow. And little Jordan Humphrey, who was out there practicing, oh, 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 he got released, but he could resign tomorrow. Quinn Bailey, Mike Purcell, they did it again to Mike Purcell. Poor Mike Purcell last year. Now the Broncos, to their credit, kept his money the same which I suppose you could do an extra incentive not to go anywhere. But now two years in a row, Mike Purcell's been the cut, bring you back tomorrow guy. The NFL's got to figure out a, a better way than this, you know, um, because you have short-term IR that they have to, you know, P.J. Locke has to make the team and then put him on short-term IR, then bring back Fabian Moreau. You know what? Kwan Williams goes on short-term IR, then bring back little Jordan Humphrey. Huh? It just, today, baby. Like, and I understand, like, well, you put them on IR, and then they can't come back. And Okay, okay, all right, I get it. But it's all procedural, and it's all bunk, and it's all bogus, and it's all, like, frustrating. I was telling the no-shawn before uh, I jumped on air here, and I was like, can I just get to week one, please? In fact, I don't even need to get to week one. Uh, the Raiders stink. They're they're stupid. Their fans are dumb. Like, okay, whatever. Raiders week. Uh, yeah, yeah, go win. Raiders week doesn't mean a damn thing unless you go win. But for me personally, like, I, I just don't like all this procedural stuff. Again, Fabian Moreau, I can't tell you what he did in practice, but he was playing significant snaps. If you could put two and two together, you can probably figure out what I mean by that. Um... And then now he's released, but then he'll be back tomorrow. What? Like, ugh, come on, please, enough, buddy, enough. It seems like we have to go through this every year. And I'm like, do we really need to do that? Can they just make the team and, okay, this guy, we're going to declare him tomorrow. You know, put a limit on how many players you can put on short-term IR or whatever. Like, just this whole thing. I, I didn't – it's not that I didn't want to be out there today. I don't want to go Dante from Clerks. I'm not even supposed to be here today, which is better if I go Dante from Clerks because usually on this show I go Snowball from Clerks, and it's beautiful, man. I don't know if I want to do that, but I, I just felt 
it's kind of a waste of time. The stuff that I saw from Mike Purcell in practice today. Okay, well, is he back or not? You know, we've got to wait till tomorrow or whatever. Little Jordan Humphrey, is he back or not? Uh, it's funny or interesting how Mike Kliss suggests that those three of those four would be back tomorrow, but not Marquez Callaway. Interesting. Little Jordan Humphrey had a better camp, better preseason than Marquez Callaway. Marquez Callaway has been uh, disappointing, to say the least. And he's a player that has that Sean Payton stamp of approval, led the Saints in receiving the last time Sean Payton was in town in 2021. So we know he can play. We know he can ball. He just hasn't clicked for him here yet. Don't know why, um, but it's curious. And they can bring back anybody that they've cut. But it's just curious that Marquez would not be one of those to bring back, or at least not suggested by one Mike Kliss. It's all your fault, Mike. So today I'm just like, oh, man, it's a tough day. Dreams are dashed. Players are losing their jobs. The last thing you need is some slappy like me saying, I told you so. Because, again, when a player hits on how I think about them, it doesn't, I don't really learn anything. Right? When, a, when I miss on a player, like, what didn't I see about this player? What what was missed? That's where I learned something. And remember, in life, you either win or you learn. And when you learn, you win, so you always win. No, I didn't get that from Gary V. But either way, like, I, I don't like celebrating when players are cut. Even if it's players that I never thought the Broncos should be drafting anyway. Even if it's when players that I thought George Payton absolutely made a huge mistake and then I had to defend myself against fans because they would be like, oh, well, everybody misses on day three. Not, you can't miss that bad. You can't miss on one of the best young running backs in the league because you wanted a return man. Like, that's, you, you can't miss like that. You can't miss on Deion Sanders' best corner in the league, according to Deion, because you take a safety that plays special teams. So, yeah, every team misses. Yeah, that's true. But those type of misses, you're going to remember those. Watch uh, the development of Hendon Hooker with the Lions. You know, we'll see how that works out uh, for the Denver Broncos because that pick that Hendon Hooker was selected was him. Uh, the Mike Evans stuff, I addressed that yesterday. I think, KJ, they addressed it this morning. Is that correct? They had my audio from last night. They did have your audio. We'll see if we can find their audio or if they threw it away. (laughs) They might want to throw away that take. And I don't mean they because I love Mark Schlereth. And I love Mike Evans, too. But Mike has gone a little crazy. I think the shrinking waistline for Mike Evans, like he's not crushing buffets, so he's crushing hot takes now. I don't know. But today doesn't feel good. You know what I mean? Alberto Kuebenam, he had had two weeks of practice where he was becoming a better blocker. He's still not perfect, okay? And I understand, and everybody follow Mark Schlereth on Twitter. One, it's hilarious when he makes fun of Eagles fans and Jets fans and all the sensitive fans out there. Y'all are really sensitive. Uh, So it's fun to see Mark Schlereth go after people. It's a strategy, and he stinks, so... You know, stinks on a different level, certainly in a different tax bracket than I. Um, 
but I've talked to Mark about it because if anybody trolls me, I just put them on mute. I don't care. I don't respond. I don't, you know, oh, you got to stick up for yourself. Stink will eviscerate you. And it's kind of fun. So follow Mark Schlereth on Twitter. You can follow me as well if you'd like. Um, but if you say anything negative, I'm just going to mute you. Like, I don't care. I don't, uh, light and sweet, baby. I don't, I don't have time for that. But uh, Stink, you say something to Stink, he'll absolutely shred you via the his uh, thumbs on his phone. So follow Mark Schlereth. You see the plays that he highlighted for Alberto where he wasn't blocking. His blocking was better, though. And I understand that Greg Dulcich and Alberto are kind of the same guy. And their stuff with Greg Dulcich, I saw at practice today that I can't talk to you about. Um, I would guess, not revealing too much for all the Broncos that are listening right now, and I mean the employees because Lord knows they listen to the fan. Thank you, by the way. Um, I could see a tied end by a committee where one guy gets work between the 20s and one guy gets work in the red zone, and that's that. I won't say any more. Um, but, like, Greg Dulcich, Alberto, they're kind of the same guy, but oh, Alberto had looked better in two weeks of practice than Greg Dulcich, and I don't care if one guy was Elway's pick and one guy was George Payton's pick. Like, find the right guy. Find the best guy. And... You know, Alberto had been making a case for himself. He was out there. He was blocking better. It's not perfect, okay? I don't think it'll ever be perfect, but he was showing that effort. He was showing what he needed to do. And the Broncos showcase him for a trade. They actually do trade him to the Eagles because Howie Roseman, all you have to do, and I love Howie. I can't call him a friend, but, uh, you know, I've talked to Howie Roseman. I absolutely love that general manager. I often look at George Payton and go like, why can't you be more like Howie? I shake my finger at him. No, I don't. But still, like, it would be awesome if George Payton was more like Howie Roseman. Because instead of holding on to your mistakes, yeah, whatever, Jalen Jalen Jager, (laughs) Mick Jagger, Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson, yeah, I'll just go trade for A.J. Brown. Oh, yeah, and win Super Bowls along the way and compete for Super Bowls. And, like, what, what, Carson Wentz, what? You don't throw to guys unless they, what? I'm not going to get into that, but how about you just out of here? Get him out of here. Yeah, Howie Roseman, love that guy. So, of course, Howie Roseman, the general manager of the Philadelphia Eagles, is addicted to trading. Addicted. Um... You got any more of them free trades? Is, is it the free draft pick trade giveaway? Like, yes. If there was a Tyrone Biggums of general managers, it would be Howie Roseman. But he's addicted to trades. Not anything else. Get your minds out of the gutter. Mr. Joe Rogan? Yeah, Mr. Howie Roseman? Yes. He's addicted to trades. Of course he's going to trade for Alberto. You got Matt Russell there as a senior consultant. Part of the staff, Elway's right-hand man, who was part of the staff that drafted Albert Okwebenam. I'm I'm happy for Albert O. Don't know if he's going to, you know, even make it through half the season or if he's ever going to play or whatever. But, like, dude, he was working his tail off. And, yes, he was looking better than Greg Dulcich. Now, what they did with Greg Dulcich today is quite interesting. Again, I can't tell you about it because... 
there are rules for Belizemen, but like, okay, I guess that's what they're going to do. I think a lot of what we saw in camp was vanilla, which I suppose it shouldn't come as any sort of shock to me because covered this my 20th season. Now is when I sound like Mike Evans, minus the bad takes about Jared Stidham. Uh, it's been 20 years that I've been covering this team, so I guess I shouldn't be surprised that in the preseason they're not really going to show you anything. Because today I saw the actual Broncos offense, and it's got me excited. It's got me excited, but that was the only silver lining today. Man, it sucks. Albert O should have made this team. He did what he needed to do, and it wasn't enough. Andrew Mason on Orange and Blue today asked the question, was the die already cast? Was it just, like, out of his control, like, no matter what he did, whether he had 100 yards in the game against the Rams or he had 10 yards in the game against the Rams? So this is why I always say, to quote the movie Sweet Home Alabama, you can't ride two horses one with one ass, Sugar Plum. Like, you can't say the Rams game meant everything that's why Jarrett Stidham is pushing Russell Wilson, but it doesn't mean anything for about our Albert O. What? Like, it either means nothing, which is what it means, or it means everything, and Jarrett Stidham is pushing Russell Wilson, and Albert O is on the 53. Like, no, they're showcasing Albert O. And yes, should we praise Stidham for his toughness? Yes. Should we talk about how, you know, he's their second quarterback and it's clear and it's obvious? Yes. I can't say in three weeks worth of practice if Jared Stidham was better than Ben DiNucci uh, on a day-by-day basis. I, I am done with the whole quarterback controversy thing. I'm sick of it. I'm sick that Mike Evans suggested it and we're making a promo about it. Like, yeah, never change Mike Evans, but if you could... How about we don't talk about quarterback controversy in this town? Can we do that? Can you just get the guy? Can you find the guy? Because I'll tell you what, here's what happens if you don't find the guy. You're playing Jared Stidham. I want to find the guy. I want to know about Russell Wilson. I did this yesterday. Why am I doing this again today? I want to know about Russell Wilson. That's all I want this season to be about. I want the Broncos to win. I want them to kick the crap out of the Raiders because the Raiders suck. Can you win one against the Chiefs, please? Split. Home and home split. I'd be more than happy with that. If the Broncos won two games this year and one was against the Raiders and one was against the Chiefs, yeah, okay, all right, I'll take it. It's been so bad. It's been terrible around here. The last thing we need is the mere suggestion. And I am a big believer, like Von Miller, in the power of the mind and the power of positive thinking. But, like, you don't speak that into existence, dude. What if Jared Stidham was pushing Russell Wilson? The clock is ticking. Shut up! (laughs) If I could go Sandy on Mike Evans, I would. Because you don't want to put that in the universe, man. You don't want to speak that into existence. You know what I want to speak in existence? Me speaking English. And two, Russell Wilson winning 10 games. If there's anything we should be talking about, it's how do you get Russ to 10 games? Because if you don't win 10 with Russ, he's gone. And that doesn't mean Stidham's the answer. Someone on Twitter, the realm of the lowest common denominator, that said, well, I mean, what had happened was is you guys should at least praise Stidham. I think it was that me and Mace because our uh, 
we had a clip from OBT as a BFD. Watch it, 3.30 p.m. Mountain Time. But anyway, like, somebody responded, like, yeah, but you guys should say at least Stidham. Like, he's like a future starter. No! No! No, God, please, no! No! Okay? Not the future starter. That's your in-case-of-emergency break glass guy. No, God, please, no! Thank you, KJ. Probably would have saved my vocal cords. <laughs> but, like, no! No, that's not what you have, okay? And it doesn't mean he sucks or he's terrible or whatever. It just means there's levels to these things. And you've got to find out about Russell Wilson. And today stinks because guys are losing their job. Nobody, and I mean nobody, should be taking victory laps about anybody. Um, you know, guessing right, guessing wrong. I mean, look at how things have had transpired with Albert O. Uh, July 28th, I was like, there's no way this guy's making the team. August 28th, I'm like, guess what? Albert O's making the team. August 29th, Albert O's not making the team. <sighs> we should just let it get settled. And that's why I said, just fast forward me to week one, baby. Like, that's that's all I need. That's a what? who made the team, what, and they did what, and IR and short term and moving around and like, uh, I think it was Chris Thomason who asked, asked, axed, asked today about like, hey, will you guys put die and then move it? Yes, yes, Chris, here's my short answer. Yes, every team in the league plays games with their roster. Will they cut a guy and bring a back guy and this guy and IR this guy and short term this and IR here and this, that and pup here and who had what and what? Yes. Every God-blessed team does this. So the Broncos are doing it. And I just I just want to know, who, huh? Who's on the team? Did, did little Jordan make it or not? I saw him out there making plays. Like, is he, he what? Just tell me, okay? Procedure and nexus nose and dot the I's and cross the T's. I don't care. Just tell me who made the damn team. And the problem that I have with today is guys will practice and then get cut. Like what happened to Fabian Moreau. Like what happened to little Jordan Humphrey. Like what happened to Marquez Callaway. I mean, just just get me to the season. Okay? Enough. We, we know. We've seen it. Four undrafted guys making the team. I don't think that's necessarily a good thing. I'm not going to make fun of the Rams because the Rams roster is not very talented. One of the main reasons why I was concerned about the Broncos and the joint practices against the Rams when they didn't look good, and I take more from the joint practices than I can from that preseason game, they blew them out. Yeah, it felt good, but it didn't mean a whole lot. The biggest problem that I saw in those Rams joint practices is the Rams aren't real talented and the Broncos struggled. So when the Rams, I believe the number... And, KJ, you can correct me if you'd like. I believe the number of undrafted free agents for the Rams that made the 53 is six. That's because they don't have talent. The amount of undrafted free agents, and I love the spin, and God bless, I think it was Mike Kliss, uh, and God bless Mike. Mike is a dear friend of mine, and I'm not like others in the Denver media that will just make fun of him, even to his face. Like, no, Mike, Mike is my buddy. I like Mike a lot. I wouldn't mind being Mike Kliss. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that Mike Kliss paycheck. Um, but, like, no, no, no. If Kliss says something that's a little spinny, I'm going to tell you. 
And yeah, I think I think and Mike, if I'm wrong, please correct me tomorrow. I'll talk to you, baby. But like, I think it was Mike that like credit to the Broncos for finding four undrafted free agents that make the team. It shows you without the draft picks. I'm like, no, no, no. One. Yes. Two. I got you. Three. Get a little hand. Four. No. And I know you didn't have the picks, and you didn't, but you had picks before that, right? It's not like you just showed up with no picks of the draft. You had picks before that. You could trade future picks, right? It's because some of your previous picks, always have to slow down when I say that, KJ, previous picks didn't make it now because those previous picks were not good picks. That's all I'm saying. Again, I'm not I'm not happy that anyone got cut. I'm not You just have to know how to cut through the spin. And last year, when it seemed like the team was promoting and going out of their way to promote this poor kid who, you know, was going to struggle to make it in the NFL. There was zero buzz about. I talked to every team in the league except New England. <laughs> New England they're a little they're, you'll be shocked. The guys from Boston are rude. Sorry, D-Mac. Um, I talked to every team in the league. I talked to Canadian teams. Do you know how many times I talk about Montreal, Washington? Zero. So you had spin last year from PR being like, oh, and Russ wanted him. And like, and that, it, was just, it was just setting up this situation. It was like, that was the wrong situation for that young man. So much pressure. Handing him the job like, that's the wrong situation. Compete, work, strive to be better. There's obviously physical talent there. That's not even that's not even a question. You're not going to make it to the NFL because you're some fat-ass bum. Like, you have to have physical skill. And that's why I feel bad because it's like now people are wondering why. And it's like it, it was never the case. There was always fake news about certain players based on the PR spin that the team wanted to know. And they certainly didn't want me saying anything about, why didn't you draft Isaiah Pacheco? I mean, that's that doesn't sit real well with them. But I'm not going to lie to you, and I'm not going to spin stuff to you. And when four undrafted free agents make the 53, it's because you didn't draft well. Yes, you identified the talent. Talent can come from anywhere. And I've always praised this Bronco scouting department. I think they have really good scouts. They have a great scouting department. But at the same time, if you're not drafting well, it's the guys that are making the picks. It's George Payton specifically. Like, does he have an eye for talent? Yes. Did he get a little off track, you know, with Nathaniel Hackett and Coach Search and behind the Broncos? Like, I don't need to know what George Payton is eating for dinner. I need to know that he's making the right picks. And when guys don't make it and you have to supplement with four undrafted free agents is because you made bad picks. No other way around it. All right, we got some news on Jerry Judy. Why? That is great for the Broncos offense. I'll tell you more next. It's Denver Sports Tonight on Denver Sports Station. 104.3 The Fan. Cecil Lammy talking about Broncos cut down day and Mike Kliss... Three minutes ago via Twitter says three vets expected to sign back at 53 tomorrow. Mike Purcell, Fabian Moreau, and Quinn Bailey per source. Little Jordan Humphrey to the practice squad again per source. 
Hashtag nine sports. Okay. Can we just get there, please? And again, I'm not mad at Mike. I just, I feel bad for the players. Fabian Moreau, again, was playing significant snaps for the Broncos in practice today. Can't tell you what. That's about all I can tell you, and hopefully don't get in trouble for saying that. But, like, Fabian Moreau was playing significant snaps, and then he's cut. But he'll be back. Huh? Mike Purcell, they did this to you last year. Like, see ya tomorrow. Like, okay, Quinn Bailey, right. It makes sense, you know. Little Jordan Humphrey to the practice squad, good. You know, I get that, right? Veteran guy, not Lil by any means. Okay, yeah, just get, can we get to Friday, please? Not just because it's payday. Can we just skip ahead, please? So we just know who's on the team. Okay, done. Good. Jerry Judy not going to short-term IR. I think that is great for the Denver Broncos. I think that's great news for the Denver Broncos because, one, they're going to run the heck out of the ball. This is going to be a run-heavy team. They're going to use Javante. They're going to use Samajay. They're going to use Jaleel McLaughlin. I do believe, and again, today's practice was different, not only because fans weren't out there because training camp is over, but today's practice was different because I actually got to see what they're going to run. <laughs> like, I feel bad in training camp, which is about evaluation. Um, as someone who's gone to the Senior Bowl and the Shrine Bowl for almost 20 years in a row, it'll be 20 in 2025, I believe. It'll be 20 years in a row. But anyway... So 17 years in a row, 18, coming up on 18 years. Uh, I know that those practices are pretty vanilla because you're trying to evaluate. Training camp was vanilla, and again, it's not my first rodeo. It's my 20th. So, like, yes, you know, it's going to be some vanilla stuff. But seeing the Broncos today, not being able to tell you what I saw, but seeing the Broncos actually run what they're going to run in the regular season today, glimpses of that. Got me excited for a couple of guys, and one of the guys wasn't even out there. His name's Jerry Judy. The Jerry Judy role will be played by certain players. Again, we can't reveal too much. And that Jerry Judy role will be quite significant. So it's as what we said at the beginning of training camp is true, because it is true. Jerry Judy is a Sean Payton favorite. Jerry Judy's going to get the ball. Now, he might miss a couple of games, be back. Uh, what did they think? Miami game? Although I don't really love that because, one, it's in Miami. Hard Rock Stadium is beautiful. The renovations they did was awesome. Um, but it's in Miami. It's also in that uh, humidity. It's in that heat and humidity. It's not great dehydration, all those sorts of things for a hamstring. So, okay, just bring him back, get him back, and, and get him out there. Uh, maybe it's week four, maybe it's Chicago. Wouldn't mind having him back for week five against the Jets because forget you, Jets. I'll clean that up. Forget you, Jets. Forget you, Aaron Rodgers. And forget you, Nathaniel Hackett. Did I just sound like CeeLo? Um, but Jerry Judy coming back, let's say week three, week four. I'm fine with that. No short-term IR. That's good news because his role will be significant. I'm not telling, I'm not breaking any news. I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. Uh, I think 
the others will be worked in. Cortland Sutton will be worked in. A little bit of timing stuff with Court that I'm not, again, I can't tell you about today, which stinks because I wish I could because there's one play, it seemed like the timing was off with Russ and Court, and I'm not sure if it was Court's fault or Russ's fault. Um, I'm leaning towards Court just in the way the play developed, but I, I, I hate to do that because that's making an assumption and I, and I, I don't know who was wrong there, but it's not, let's say it's not just clicking. It's not firing on all cylinders between Cortland Sutton and Russell Wilson. Hopefully it does. Hopefully it can regular season, you know, a thousand yard season for Cortland Sutton. That'd be great. I don't, I don't know if there's going to be enough passes to go around for that to happen because against the Las Vegas Raiders who stink and their fans stink and you know everything stinks with the Raiders. Okay. Uh, do you need to put your foot on the gas in that game? Probably not. Washington, Eric Bannon is going to have a thing or two. Watch Terry McLaurin. He's a little bit banged up uh, ankle. Top of my head. Anyway, Jahan Dotson is there. Really good. They can run the heck out of the ball. And it's EB. It's Eric Bannon. Do you have to put your foot on the gas in that game? Yeah, probably not. Miami, yes. <laughs> yes. I think week three, if you could get Jerry Judy back, provided that the heat and humidity don't get to him, that's really good news for the Broncos because in that game against that team, you are going to have to put your foot on the gas because that's all they do. Miami, they're going hard miles an hour on that field. With Jalen Waddell, with Tyreek Hill, Tua Tungavailoa, slinging a rock. Like, you've got to be able to match that. You can match that with two players. There's really only two players on this team that you can match that with. And it's kind of the, it's just the way it is. I don't, I w- I don't want to say it's a sad state of affairs for the Broncos offense. But when you want to go Tenacious D, Explosivo, there's two players that can do that. One is Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy can do that. Nah, there's three because Marvin Mims. Let's throw in Marvin Mims. But the two players, the most significant players to this Broncos offense, Jaleel McLaughlin, Jerry Judy. When you want to go explosive, when you need that extra punch, when you need someone who can take a three-yard pass and turn it into an 80-yard touchdown, that's Judy. That's Jaleel McLaughlin. So is that Miami game? Vegas, you beat them up. You win, you know, 21 to 10, something like that. Broncos win. Let's go Broncos. Washington, you beat them up. You win, let's say, 23 to 20, something like that. Hey, let's go Broncos. You're 2-0. and You go to Miami. That's when you could see the emergence of Jaleel McLaughlin because that could be the game where he's most utilized. Because if you're in a slugfest, Javante and Samaje, baby, nobody's better. You go on one-two punch, who's better? Now, the Jets do have a nice one-two punch. Brees Hall is healthy. They got Dalvin Cook. They got Brees Hall. It's a nice one-two punch. But if you can go Javante and you can go to Samaje, um, <laughs> what is it on Step Brothers where he names his fists, right? Like uh, Jack Johnson. Isn't one of his fists named Jack Johnson or something? Can I even say it on air? I can't remember. But remember, wasn't that Step, it was Step Brothers, right, KJ? It, it, it was. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I'm yeah. drawing a blank. Look it up on, on YouTube real quick. I don't know if we can play it, but he's like, okay, he's got his two fists. So you've got Javante Williams and you've got Samaje Ryan, and they're coming to business, okay? They're coming to smash you in the face. That's exactly what they're going to do. But when other teams are super explosive and you can't keep up with that, you got to go to Jaleel McLaughlin. you got to go to Jerry Judy. So if Judy's not on short-term IR and George Payton today says no short-term IR, that's good news for the Broncos, you definitely need him for that Miami game. Chicago, maybe not as much. And then the Jets, yeah, forget you, Jets. That's right. And then the Kansas City Chiefs right after that. Forget you, Kansas City. 
That would be a, a big one. <laughs> Might want to keep that. 150000 It's Lamborghini. Uh, wh- what is this? Those are IOUs, sir. They're as good as money. Like, yeah, you, you've got some games, and they come up pretty fast on the schedule where you're going to need your explosive playmaker and Jerry Judy out there. You're going to need to feature Jillian McLaughlin. Warm him up against the Raiders. Warm him up against the Commanders. Really use him against Miami. Chicago, maybe not as much. The Jets, yes. Kansas City, yes. Green Bay, not as much. Kansas City again, yes. Buffalo, yes. Minnesota, yes. Cleveland, no. Houston, no. Chargers, yes. Detroit, yes. New England, no. Chargers, yes. Vegas, no. So I just ran through the whole schedule, and out of the 18 games, there's probably eight of them where you they need to feature Jaleel McLaughlin. And I believe, not telling you anything that I saw at practice today, but I believe that... Uh, You'll get plenty of Jaleel McLaughlin in certain matchups. You'll get plenty. You'll be happy. If you're like me, you're like you, you're like all of Broncos country who loves Jaleel McLaughlin, we will all be happy with his usage this year because the Broncos don't have a choice. One, he's great. Two, you can't go toe-to-toe with the Chiefs in the way that you would need. This isn't Buffalo, Kansas City. Or years ago, the Rams, uh, the, what was the Van Halen game, fifty-one fifty, right? The Van Hagar, um, where it was Rams and Chiefs. Like, the Broncos can't do that. They can't do that. But if they need a little gas, they need a little electricity. Is it gas or electric? It's propane. Whatever. Like, Jaleel McLaughlin is that guy. It's Denver Sports tonight. I am Cecil Lammy talking about the Denver Broncos. Why don't you go to denversports.com. No damn paywalls. Denversports.com. All of the Denver sports information, one home for you. Bookmark it. Go there. Sign up for our free Denver Sports Daily. It's our daily newsletter, Monday through Friday. They get you the top news and information right to your inbox. You've got a life. We don't. It's denversports.com. Sign up for that free Denver Sports Daily. And, of course, just bookmark us and check us out. And thank you. Uh, The response to the website has been overwhelming, overwhelming numbers, overwhelming response, overwhelming community. We're building a community. DenverSports.com, we've done it. And uh, you guys have responded, so thank you very much for that. Jerry Judy will be back soon enough. But Russell Wilson, what did I see from Russ that got me so excited today? I'll tell you next. Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan presents Denver Sports Tonight. Cecil Lammy talking about the Denver Broncos, and Russell Wilson got me super excited at practice today because we actually saw them do stuff they're going to do in the regular season, which I can't really say. Although the text line was saying 303-713-1043, text line. We got our answer about Will Ferrell's name of his fists, KJ, but it wasn't from Step Brothers. It was from Anchorman. So we both were wrong. Yes. But it was Jack Johnson and what is it? Tom O'Leary. Tom O'Leary. O- or O'Leary. 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 Tom O'Leary. 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 I'm sorry. Okay. I got Jack Johnson. I got Tom O'Leary. Yes. You got Javante Williams. You got some AJP Ryan. You're going to beat some teams up. Now, Russell Wilson on time and on target. Not that court play. I can't exactly say whatever. The timing of this offense, and this is where I believe in Sean Payton. And I know I had a texter be like, you know more about Jared Siddham than Sean Payton? Of course not. Don't be (laughs) – two rules in life. Don't be dumb. Don't be in a cult, okay? All I know is that Jared Siddham is not the future of this team. 
your future quarterback of this team could be Russell Wilson if he plays like he did today. For everyone, you know, wondering about training camp, and I saw Russ, and he wasn't real good, and then in the preseason, what about Russ? And then he took off to run, and Russ, and they're protecting Russ from himself. Today we saw the actual incarnation of the Broncos' offense. Today, for the first time, you didn't see that in the preseason. I watched it every day at training camp. I didn't see this. This is why I believe in Sean Payton. Sean Payton setting things up so that Russell Wilson can deal. Not that play to court, but a lot of other plays to specific players. He was dealing today. You all should be excited about Russell Wilson. This is where the whole Jared Stidham thing with Mike Evans comes into play. Like, it's just it's just ridiculous, okay? And, and I don't want to belabor it. I certainly don't want to insult my friend. I love Mike Evans dearly. Um, I love his mom jeans. You know, like, he's great. It's a great bubble on Mike Evans. But here's the thing. If Russell Wilson can run this Peyton system to the letter of the law, which is what he's doing... And it's one day of practice, and I can't even tell you what he did. But, like, if Russ, I'll do the Martin Lawrence thing, right? Can you do what you did earlier, please? Like, yes, please, Russ, can you do that? Because you know Russ is crazy, deranged. Russell Wilson can, uh, he can deal in this offense. Sean Payton gets guys open. And the most important thing about Sean Payton's offense, if you run it to the letter of the law, guys are open early. Russ won't have to wait. Part of the problem with Pete Carroll, besides him spitting on his gum, part of the problem with that offense is it set up, Russ, these deeper dropbacks, the bootlegs and the rollouts. You're waiting for downfield routes to open up, and if they're not open, then Russ has to run. And Russ's offensive line in Seattle was got stinky garbage, so he was running, and everyone's super excited. You know what I'm excited about? when he's making three-step drops and firing the ball to his first read. Because Sean Payton's scheme gets guys open. Remember what I told you about Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy will not go on short-term IR, and that's great news for the Broncos, and it's great news for that young man because he will get force-fed the ball because you get open early in this offense. Are there downfield routes? Yes. The timing on those need to be a little bit better. Again, but this offense is predicated on quick decisions. And Russ, we uh, baby, baby, you got the job. Russ, hey, hey, Jared Stidham, that's nothing, okay? There's no, the clock is ticking. What clock? What clock? Are you talking about, Mike Evans? The clock is ticking. You know when the clock is ticking? As soon as your name is called in the NFL. As soon as your name is called in the National Football League. That clock is ticking. So it's been there. It's been ticking. You know what Russ can do in this offense? He can deal. And Sean Payton's going to set him up to deal. Now, Russ, go run the damn system. Don't hold on to the ball too long. Don't think that you know better or whatever. Improvise when you need to. When you need Russ to improvise, he can. And that's good news. But you don't need Russ to improvise more than a few times a game. Run the system. Get rid of the ball. These receivers are open. They're not covered. This ain't Seattle. You're not waiting for guys to come uncovered. Guys are open immediately. I got more to say. Good thing I got another day on air this week. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) 
Anyway, he's KJ. He's the man in the box. I am Cecil Lammy saying thank you very much for listening. Appreciate all of you, even the ones that were nasty on the text line. Until next time, look out and stay frosty. In the eyes of a cat in the black and blue, something is coming for you. Who made the Broncos' 53-man roster and who didn't? Our senior Broncos writer, Andrew Mason's on top of it. Keep up with Mace's Broncos Cutdown Tracker at denversports.com. Hey, it's Mike from Window Nation. Feeling the heat? High temps aren't the only thing getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see your energy bills. The solution? I recommend my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. Right now, get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung, sliders, all 50% off. Plus, put zero down and make zero payments with 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, receive an additional 10% off. Call 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them Mike from 104.3 The Fan sent you. Ugh, after a big dinner, my nighttime heartburn would keep me up. I'd be taking antacid after antacid all night long. But then I tried Prilosec OTC. Just one pill a day blocks my frequent heartburn for a full 24 hours, giving me one.